Welcome to the Living a Nordic Life podcast, where we explore a simpler, cozier and more intentional life the Nordic way. I'm Fiona McKinna, your Nordic Living Guide and founder of Living a Nordic Life, where I share all things Nordic living and show you that a Nordic life is the way to bring intentional calm and healthy habits into your own life, wherever you are in the world. Are you looking for ways to bring simplicity, coziness and calm into your life? Well, let me show you how. Visit the Living a Nordic Life website to explore how I can help you on your journey to simple, healthy and happy calm, the Nordic way. You can subscribe to the podcast right here. And if you want regular inspirational emails sent with love from Norway and straight to your inbox, don't forget to subscribe to the Living a Nordic Life newsletters. And so now let's dive into our episode. Hello and welcome to this episode and I want to talk to you about 10 ways my life is better living in Norway and that might sound like it's going to be a bit of a lecture or a my life is better than yours but it really isn't. What I want to do is I want to talk to you about the things that I would take with me if I wasn't living in Norway, the things that I will always carry with me and the things that I've learned since being here. As you know, I wasn't born here. I was born and I grew up in the gentle hills of southern England, Dorset in fact, literally a thousand miles away from the rugged mountains and the harsh striking coastline of Norway and the Nordic life. But in 2007 I met my Norwegian partner Andre and discovered a different way of life, a way of life that brings with brims with intention, coziness and simplicity. It was the Nordic way of life. And it's a way of life that's made me happier, more grounded, healthier, definitely, and more intentional. But it's not a life that I could have just learnt living in England. I had to do a lot of digging and questioning and being immersed in Nordic culture. Recently, I was considering to myself why my life is better living in Norway. Because you think about those things a lot, don't you? If you think, yes, you know, it's going well here. Why though? What would I take with me? And what I would choose to keep as those healthy Nordic habits if I ever left? Because I'm of the firm belief that you don't need to live in a Nordic country to live a Nordic life. I'm always telling you that, aren't I? We can all do it wherever we are in the world. It doesn't matter where you are. You can just make that choice. So let me share with you the reasons why my life is better in Norway and the things that I've learned that I would carry with me wherever I lived in the world and the things that you might be interested in carrying with you as well. The first one is less fast food. This is something that might not seem immediately obvious, but after spending some time in Norway, you would gradually become aware of how limited the fast food choices are and how expensive they are, especially if you want something at midnight, for example, if you're used to that kind of thing, or hunting around for something quick to eat, or it just, it's difficult. There's no McDonald's $1 menu. There is a cheapish menu, but it's not $1. And there's no chance to pop into a pasty shop and grab a two pound sausage roll like we would do in England. Yes, admittedly, 
you can get fast food and things along the lines of junk food of course you know you get that everywhere don't you pretty much like packets of cookies or crisps but there's nowhere near the choice that there is in for example germany or in the usa or in the uk and as a result of that you begin to eat less of it and then you crave it less until suddenly you find that you're eating fast food very rarely indeed in my family for example even with three kids we probably only eat fast food once every couple of months. It's a treat. And then you don't feel bad about it, do you? And it's every now and again. And it's also not the cheapest thing to do. But it's also not the healthiest. And that's a habit that we would carry with us wherever we were. More time outside. This is most definitely a culture thing. People in the Nordics have um, an amazing deep understanding of how nature can benefit our moods and our bodies and just how important it is to protect the natural world around us and because of this you're slowly drawn into it and after feeling the benefits firsthand of being outside in nature you're not ever going to let that go in fact I'm so enthusiastic about it that I've written a book about it I love it you have to get outside in nature and you have to appreciate how good it is for you it's great and I will always do that. My next point is less commercialism. And this is a bit of a controversial one here, I have to say. You'd have to live here to really appreciate how controversial it is. Because I know people who live here in Norway who will tell you that Norway is a really big spender. As you probably know, Norway is one of the richest countries in the world. And as a result of that, there's a lot of disposable income. But the cost of almost every item is so much more than every other European country that you have to think quite hard about every purchase. And because of that, my family and I have made a conscious and intentional effort to be less commercial. I can't imagine it's something we would ever have done or ever have thought of doing if we were living anywhere else. We have to have been here and really consciously thought about every purchase to appreciate just how commercialized you can find yourself becoming and how you can be drawn into that and it's around us all the time so it's quite difficult to get away from isn't it if you're in the modern world it's quite difficult to get away from that commercialism but it's something that's worth making a conscious effort to do and it's something that I will always do from now on worrying less about the calories I really feel this one and I really felt it when we first moved here as well you rarely feel food guilt in Norway. Healthy and simple food choices are presented to us regularly at shops and in adverts and by the government. But there isn't this pressure or this guilt to eat healthily. It's just presented to you. You're expected to make that choice as an adult. However, when one indulges at a party or at a birthday or Christmas or any kind of celebration, calories are never mentioned never you enjoy it in the moment and you appreciate that you're not going to eat that way every day we don't if we're thinking about eating healthily so why not make the most of it now why not allow yourself that enjoyment it's good for your mental health tomorrow you can get outside like your nordic and maybe eat some extra vegetables but today enjoy yourself more acceptance and inclusivity and this is not a secret, is it? That Scandinavia is famous for its inclusivity. And inclusivity of everyone, regardless of race, gender, colour, religion, hair colour, height, you name it. 
I'm sure you could think of some bias. Somebody will think of something, won't they, that they can be unpleasant about. But this acceptance goes a bit deeper than that. It's an acceptance and respect of everyone and understanding that we all have a part to play in society. So to be rude to somebody who's emptying your bin is as frowned upon as being rude to the king. It doesn't happen. We don't do it. A more sustainable way of life. Now this may be more of a choice than simply because we live in Norway and it's a choice that we would make wherever we were. I'm sure we would eventually, wherever we were living, we would eventually have got into this. But we found it much easier to be sustainable since living here. For a start, we have a lot more space than we would ever have had living in southern England. And you might not have ever had a look at English houses, but it's a small island with an awful lot of people on it. <laughs> so space is limited. And especially if you live in a town or in a more modern house, um, gardens are tiny, usually. But we are also more motivated to do it because of the mindset that we're surrounded with. Uh, we're surrounded by this mindset of being more sustainable and a culture of being more sustainable as much as we possibly can. So that's something that we would take everywhere. Recycling everything. And we're really lucky here in Norway because we have curbside recycling for pretty much everything. We have five bins, wheelie bins, one for glass and metal, one for plastic, and that includes cling film, which I know is, uh, and yoghurt pots, which are a bit of a, a bit of a subject in some places, aren't they? Because they can't always be recycled. Another one that takes paper and cardboard, one that takes food waste that goes to the compost, or goes to the dump, rather, and is composted. And a final one that takes everything else that we can't recycle. We also have our own compost heap. And things like vegetable scraps and some food waste not meat and not carbohydrates but some things go onto the compost heap so our food waste bin is in the summer at least is not really that full I have to say I use it and all of these things that go into the bin are recycled at the curb in other words a lorry comes and well, several lorries actually and take away our waste and recycle it for us <clears throat> but we also have an option to recycle plastic drinks bottles and metal drinks cans. And when we buy them in the shops, we pay a small deposit on them. It's not very much. It's the equivalent of about 10 cents, 20 cents. But it's enough to make you keep the bottle and go and recycle it. And by the end of a week, for example, if you drink fizzy drinks or juice or something like that, well, you can have up to, you know, some dollars worth. And you take your bottles with you when you go to the supermarket and every supermarket has an automated recycling unit. You put your bottles in and it reads the barcode. It tells you what's, what it's worth. And then you press a button and you get a printout, which is basically a receipt which goes off your shopping. And it's a really great way to encourage people to recycle properly. We still see bottles around, but not very much. It's really clever. My next point is enjoying the seasons. And you can't deny a strong change in seasons in Scandinavia and the Nordic countries. It's incredibly obvious when you are moving to and from winter especially. You find yourself suddenly plunged into freezing temperatures with snow and ice. And all that heat and green of summer seems like a distant memory. The change makes us enjoy each season all the more. 
the really harsh winter makes us appreciate the summer. But by the time we get to the end of autumn, we're looking forward to snow because it's a little bit dark and we want something to brighten everything up. But it also makes us realise how important it is to make the most of every season as they're fleeting and they will soon be gone for another year. And each one has its own special beauty. And that's something that I will always take with me everywhere. It might not be something that you can do if you live closer to the equator than we do. But there's something to be noticed, isn't there? Looking for traditions. Traditions play an important part in Norwegian culture. And they're easy to find everywhere. They also play an important part in culture, Norwegian culture, in those who don't necessarily live in Norway. People who have Norwegian heritage or Norwegian ancestors. I know that. And Norwegians are inordinately proud of their Viking heritage and what it brought to the world as a whole. But many people can also trace their ancestry back several hundred years. In Europe, I have to say, we take DNA tests with a very big pinch of salt. And I don't want to offend anybody because I know in other places they're taken very seriously. But they're generally considered to be a little bit of fun here. But with proper research, it is possible to trace your ancestors back and to follow your roots back to where your family came from. More mindfulness and intention. And this is something that we hold quite tight to in my family. It's taken effort and thought and a lot of trial and error. But the mindfulness and intention that come with each decision we make now brings stability and gratitude to our family life. And it's something that we've learned since being here and something that we would take with us everywhere. And I hope something that I will, it's something that we will pass on to the next generation and they will carry on. It's great when you're having those moments of feeling like things are not wonderful or you, you're lacking in gratitude. It's really good. And it's something that I teach people as well because I want everybody to feel like that. We want to have that kind of base level of happiness, don't we? And that comes with mindfulness and intention knowing that we are making those choices in our lives and we're driving our life in the direction that we want and not just being swept along on the flow. So are these things that you already embrace in your life? Or maybe there's something that you're striving for. I hope that I've brought you a little bit of inspiration and maybe a chance to sit and think about the things that you have in your life like this that you would take wherever you are in the world. And how many similarities there might be with your life and a Nordic way of life. So I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Living a Nordic Life newsletters so you can get an email when I release a new episode. It's a quick and easy way to keep up with all things Nordic living. Please visit livingandnordiclife.com. You can listen to Living a Nordic Life on lots of podcast apps, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and plenty of others. If you've enjoyed the Living a Nordic Life podcast, why not leave me a rating? So that's the end of Living a Nordic Life for today, and I look forward to seeing you next time.